I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Testing, testing. One, two, testing. Well, that coat's very rustly. Yeah, I'm going to take it off in a minute. If I'll take it off now and then I'll put it back on. It's a coat I'm going to talk about. Oh, it's a, it's a recommendation for this episode at Pod. Oh, yeah. at Pod. For pod. Ah. For pod. Um, Can I explain something? I think this is quite interesting, and mm-hmm. it is for anybody that does accents mm-hmm. of people and doesn't understand why the people whose accent you're doing finds it offensive. Okay. So it, when I talk to you mm-hmm. and I say for Pod... I do it because I love it. Uh-huh. I love your accent. Mm-hmm. I love you and your accent. Mm-hmm. And because I care about you, yeah. well, not just because I care about you. I've always loved the Northern accent. I've yeah. loved all Northern accents. But what you explained to me, mm-hmm. which was quite interesting, was when I first did it, you wondered if I was taking the piss. Yeah. Yeah, I don't remember that, but I do remember thinking when some people do it, I think they're taking the piss, yeah. In some ways, they're not taking the piss, they're sort of noticing that it's very different from theirs. Mm -hmm. Or it's like when the Americans, I had some American relatives, and they used to go, bottle of water, Mm -hmm. would you like a bottle of water? Like that. I found it really funny, but... Oh, okay. But I do understand having heard you say that and that possibly you would have thought that was mm. I taking the mickey I think it matters how, how well you know the person and well, how well they know you isn't and it? yes intention and context and all that stuff's important so most of the time it doesn't matter because I'm usually talking to people I already know you know and I, I don't mind but, I, I, but you've made me you've made me think harder yeah. about it's very very tempting mm. when somebody does an accent to mimic it, I can't help. Mm. It, it's a reaction, but it's. I can understand why it can be insensitive yeah. or a bit offensive, rude and offensive. Yeah, yeah, yeah it is funny, isn't it? I guess that I, I feel the temptation as well. You know, when I speak to someone from Liverpool, to instantly start speaking yeah. like a beetle. Mm. But I always think, oh yeah, they probably won't like that. You know. Um, I mean, back in the day. Back in mm. back in the eighties and nineties, we were doing you know Jamaican accents all over the place. <laughs> it's like it was yeah. it was you know if you can't do that. Yes, I know. You know I think when when you go and to I'm not Jamaica, complaining about that. No, 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 I know because I I understand why mm. we can't mm. do it. But it's again, I suppose if it's something that you've grown up with, I'm just mm. explaining that Michael's opening a bounty. Yeah, no, I mean, it's not just a bounty. But I'm I'm explaining that you're opening something. Okay, yeah. Um. um Yes, I mean, when you go to Jamaica, the temptation to start speaking in a Jamaican accent is quite overwhelming. Yeah, but no. <laughs> Cancelled immediately. I went to a nudist, a nudist colony once for two days. You're going to tell me you days. nudist? No, but the temptation to be nude became quite overwhelming once you realised you were the only non-nude person there. Did you get nude? Yeah, I did, just for the final piece to camera and a Completely dive into nude. Yeah, and a dive Cute. into the... Yeah. Uh, the director, Hannah, was... Um, you know, she, she didn't nude? know where to look. No, she wasn't. Did you have your hands over your private? Uh, no, we did a net, we did a final piece to camera. I mean, we we cropped the camera out so you couldn't see me. Oh my me god! But your genitals. cock and balls were out. Cock and balls were out, but so were oh. everybody else's. Really, what the cameraman? The yeah, the cameraman. I think had got naked. Oh, but we didn't my insist god. Hannah got naked. But we were on an, a nudist colony, essentially. You know, there was forty-five naked people there. But the point I'm That's making not how is I feel that. About that. The temptation to blend in yes, by, is overwhelming. By, the end, by mid-afternoon, I've started to feel very uncomfortable in clothes. And I wonder if it's a similar thing, if your accent is different to everybody else's, whether you start to mimic it to try and fit in a bit. I totally do that. Like as a protection Yeah, I went to live in Australia know? for four months and came mm. back Australian. Mm. I went up at the end of a sentence. And did you? It's yeah. good. And also, mm. have you ever seen that science experiment where they had... Uh, somebody going into what they thought was their doctor's surgery mm-hmm. 
and they'd put hidden cameras in their doctor's surgery mm-hmm. and a beep went off and everybody in the doctor's waiting room stood yeah. up when the beep happened uh, and then another beep happened and they sat down and the one person who yeah, wasn't, wasn't in on, in it, on it started to um, do that. After the third beep, they also stood up, mm. n- not really knowing why, but mm. just because they didn't want to look like they didn't know what was happening. Yes, well, it, it's an experiment, presumably, for mm. them as well. It's like, yeah. I wonder what happens if I stand up, you know. Mm. Um, there's that funny one about the lift, the people all stood in a lift facing the wrong way. Yes. And the person gets in the lift and then turns around and faces the same way as everybody else. But it's, it's, this is what's quite frightening about us as people that we, we're lemmings. Well, we need people, don't we? We're no good on our own. Yeah. So you have to kind of fit in with people yeah. and, and kind of subconsciously negotiate with them. You know, there was something about, I read an article the other day about genes, about why genes are so massively universally popular all over the world, is about kind of fitting conf- in, conforming, yeah. Mm. Like if you look a too uniform. alternative, then you get excluded, really. So Do you, you think then that's why older people quite often go mega alternative because they don't give a fuck about fitting in with everybody anymore. Well, I I'm not entirely sure what you're talking about because I don't know any really older alternative people. What do you mean? Is there lots and lots? No. Me? Um, well, yes, I guess I wouldn't necessarily describe you as older. I thought you were talking about, like, old people. No, but, like, I think that women post 50, mm-hmm. for example, mm-hmm. often... Well, what I'm seeing on my Insta account, but okay. that is because my algorithm is just yes, sending me yes. older 50-year-old women. But they often start wearing more and more outrageous clothing because I think they need to fit in less and less. I think as you well, get older... They've probably got their tribe already, mm. haven't they? I don't think they need new... And new, your new tribe new then becomes the people that don't mm. look like anyone else. Mm. Um, but I had a chat with a friend of mine who is uh, whose daughter is very alternative but very lonely. And I was saying, I wonder oh, if... Wow. if I, her alternative image is ostracizing her somewhat mm. from people that she would normally be friends with. And mm. there's something great about being alternative and different, but it, it probably can come with a potential it's, isolation. It's also, I think, to somebody that does belong to a tribe or a mm. no. You've done no. You're never quite. I can hear. You. I can hear it. You can't hear me. I can too. hear the saliva and everything in your mouth. These microphones are sensitive. People mm. literally write in every week complaining about your saliva. I'm going to review this thing, Lou. Yeah, but you don't eat it on the podcast. Okay, I'm swallow it. Oh no! Oh my God, no! <laughs> I'm hiding his microphone and I'm covering it now. It's like too much. Okay, okay. Mmm. Okay. Um, hello, everybody. A very, very happy new year <laughs> to you all. We went a bit chatty there, didn't we? we yeah, were, there was, yeah, but there was more I had to say. Oh, go on. Well, I was just going to say that somebody that is very alternative as a teenager mm-hmm. um, isn't just somebody who doesn't quite fit in. It's someone who is actually frightening to people who mm. are all in one group. So if, say, for example... Um, it's a kind of emo kid who has got very black hair and black eye mm. makeup and da da da. You would find that person frightening unless you were another emo kid because you don't understand that when you get them into mm. a room, they're like, "Oh, I fancy this guy." They're exactly like you. They have the same feelings, the same mm. thoughts. They they love their music. They love TV. They like culture. It's just that they look different. Mm. Um, but but it's a funny. There's a funny paradox in it, I think, which is that. One, you look alternative to be recognised, to be seen or to stand out. But then you get slightly ignored and cut out as a result of looking too alternative. Mm. So it it has one effect and then the, op- the opposite effect mm. all at the same time, you know. Um, it's very interesting, mm. though, I thought all that. But uh, mm. the, the article about jeans I thought was really interesting because mm. you can go anywhere in the world and see people in jeans, you know. Mm. And it's basically saying, I'm a bit like you. You could talk to me. I, I, I'm very similar. I remember being so freaked out seeing people over 50 in jeans mm. when I was younger and now, like, I know. everybody. Not me, though, because I'm not over 50. Mm, you're wearing... Oh, no, but you will be next year. This year, I think you'll this find... This year? Yeah. Oh, my God, it's this year. <clears throat> this year. Oh, my God. I know. Oh, my God. You're looking forward to that? I am so... Well, we have we got a year planned for you. Yeah, there's a lot going on, It's going to be mega. Yeah. So, yes, I'm 50 this year, folks, so I'll, I'll let you know when that's... Uh, that's May the 9th, <laughs> I'm going to tell you all. It's May the 9th, yeah. put it in your diaries. It's a day before Bono's birthday. Um, 
quite Who did good, we find it? out last night? What were we watching? No, we were watching the film it was called a fictional... the, the Glass Onion. Glass Onion. Which was the Who Done It Daniel Craig movie yeah. that's on Netflix. And somebody mentions their birthday is May the 9th. And I was like, yay, it's me. <laughs> I'm always fascinated by that statistic that if you get like 35 people in the room, two of them have the same birthday. Did you know that? No. We get 35 people in a room. The chances are very high that two people in the room will have the same birthday. That's amazing. Because there's only 365 days in a year and there's 7, 8 billion people on the planet. If you do the maths, it just works out like that. Mm. But it's quite freaky, isn't it? You know, that, That's that, really yeah. funny. I guess classrooms at school, there's usually two kids usually have the same birthday. Mm. Um, Anna Nolan and Big Brother had the same birthday as me. Really? Mm. When's your birthday? <laughs> that was a good joke. Um, so, I was in shop the other day. Looking, Aye, looking please don't eat anymore. To eat. I won't okay. eat anymore. But as you know, as we discussed, bounties are going to be removed from boxes of celebrations. Yes. Did you know that? Yes. Which I think is uh, an appalling hang crime. On. Yeah. How can you ask me if I know that? I don't know. You have been going on oh, about I've been banging it on about it for ages, yeah. For, since yeah, before, before Christmas and the boxes of celebrations came out, all Every the bounties time are still in them. That you open one, you went, oh, they're still in here. Mm. And then we'd have another 10, 15 minute discussion about how dreadful it is that they're taking out the bounties. But they haven't done it yet. Maybe they're not going to do it. Maybe it was, it was just, just a marketing, a marketing thing. thing. Well, it's worked very, very effectively because mm. I keep buying boxes of celebrations to see if they're in. Anyway, I was mooching around WH Smith the other day when we were on the train to Karen's Diner. Oh my God. We'll talk about that, We've right? got to talk about that. Um, and I found myself looking at something called the Bounty Triple Treat, which has got fruit, nut, chocolate and coconut all in it. And it's a little mini bar. And um, I bought one and I've just tried it for the very first time. Now, there is 169 it calories well, in there. It's not that bad. What isn't? What do you mean? 169 calories is like a packet of crisps. Yeah, they're about 130, aren't they? Mm. Yes, yeah, so it's not too bad. Um, it's 40 I mean, can we bar. also please discuss calories? We shouldn't really be looking at calories because, you know, 169 calories of a bounty bar is not good, but 169 calories of vegetables is good. Mm. And there's no, it's not just about the calories, it's about what's going yeah. into your body. Absolutely. If you're trying to lose weight, it's 80% food, 20% exercise people. Mm. You have got to eat healthier and have the odd treat. Yeah. So that bounty was your treat. It's a triple treat, I think. It's a triple find. treat. Because <laughs> that's what it's called, a bounty triple treat. So if you like coconut and you like chocolate, folks, and you like Nestle, which I think is who makes these things, um, then go and give that a try because I'm right enjoying it, to be honest, but I won't eat any no, more of it no, now. No, I'm sorry. Until the end. Because I tell you what happens is yeah. um, after you've finished it, mm -hmm. um, there's still a lot of tooth cleaning yeah. and clicking and stuff going on. So you, People you have don't to, like that, do they? Do you have to get, like, empty your mouth well I'm doing it for the people I'm I'm not letting you have any more for she's, the people she's doing it for you people for the people please can we talk about Karen's Diner yeah let's talk about Karen's Diner because that was so funny so, can but, I tell you the pressure okay. yeah so I, should I tell you how it happened please tell me how it happened so we were doing um, The Masked Singer mm -hmm. and Karen and Tracy are the two ladies that work at Bovingdon Oh, yes. And yes. they are brilliant, brilliant women. They mm. are the nicest women and they work at the studios. And we always have a little chat. And, and we got talking about uh, one of them is called Karen, obviously. And she said, have you heard about Karen's Diner on Instagram? And I was like, no. And she got it up on her phone mm -hmm. and she said, look at this. And I just was laughing so much when she showed me. And I followed and then I found out that it is somewhere that you can actually go. Mm -hmm. And I thought we all have to go as a family. On Instagram, it's called Karen's Diner Official. So if you want to go and have a look at that. And follow, they've got Karen's do. Diner all over the world. Mm. I think they've got them in the States. They've definitely got them in Australia and they've got three here. Yeah. The three here are in Sheffield, Birmingham and mm. Manchester. We went to the one in Manchester. It's in the, it's on the outskirts of Manchester, really. It is about twenty minutes from Manchester Piccadilly, so it's in a mm. strange kind of suburban setting, really, wasn't mm. it? It's not in the city centre, mm. which is quite peculiar. I was expecting it to be enormous, mm -hmm. all bells and whistles, huge American diner mm. in a, in a shopping centre. Yes, it deserves to be there, but I guess it couldn't handle the walk-in business. 
It's got to be booking only. Anyway, it was full. Oh, it was, completely full, It was yeah. rammed to the rafters. It opened at six, I think. Five. Was it five? Mm-hmm. And at ten to five, we were the only people stood outside. Can I just tell but you it... the pressure that I felt? Yeah, yeah. As the booker of the trip. I had dragged everybody to London, then from London to Manchester on the train to go to eat a meal for an hour and a half and then go all the way back to Tunbridge Wells again. It turned out to be a 12-hour round trip. Yeah, and yeah. And, and everybody was slightly looking at me when we arrived, like, oh, my, oh my God. God, and we were all too frightened to go in because we thought we were yeah. going to get roasted. Anyway, at about two minutes to five, about 50 other people just arrived, and then the place became mobbed. So it's obviously fully booked all the time by the looks of mm-hmm. things, doesn't it? Um, okay. Carry on. So we walked in. Mm-hmm. Um, well, all of us were stood outside for 10 minutes in the freezing cold, too mm. scared to walk in. Mm-hmm. Because the tagline to Karen's Diner is great food, terrible service. And so the the funny thing about it is that you get abused from the minute you walk in. And I've just got to say, and I can't remember her name, which is so annoying. Mm. But big up to the receptionist because the receptionist was really, really funny. And her resting bitch face is so frightening. Yeah. And she was like, how many of you? And I was mm. like, eight. And she went, eight. Oh. <laughs> and then it was like, have you got any kids? No. She's like, no, good. And then she said, um, are you celebrating anything? And I said, no. And she went, no, you're boring, aren't you? I was like, yeah. And I said, but we do have a vegetarian. She went, oh, God, for fuck's sake. <laughs> and then she goes, okay, everyone, the music stops. She said, we've got a vegetarian. Everybody say, fuck you, vegetarian. We all had to go, fuck you, vegetarian. And then she flips Harriet the bird. Well, she gets everybody else to flip her the bird as yeah. well. I mean, it's like abuse on Including mass. 10-year-old children. Yeah, I think that was the oh my God, most was the amazing thing. Because what we realised as we were going in is lots of quite young kids there. And when yeah. I say young kids, probably 10. Yes. There was a couple even younger than that, yes, I'd say. maybe, yeah. And I thought, well, they'll obviously curb it because of the young ears. That no. They did not curb it. Not at all. all. I was just like, what? Um, so I, you'd only go knowing what is going on there. You wouldn't take your children in, unless you were anxious and you, about them you, hearing swear you, words. You'd also need to brief your children because your, your children would be actually very frightened. Mm. Yeah, um, it could be a bit frightening. And horrible mm. if... It's horrible if somebody's just abusing them. But if they know about it and mm. they know that this is a rude sign and they're going to be doing rude signs all over the place, I mean, it is quite funny. Mm. But we all got these hats. Yeah. Um, you get these hats put on your head and they write things on the hat that they think are appropriate for Yeah, you, for or you your personality So type I got yeah. Emma Willis for Help the Aged. <laughs> so, like, I'm an ageing Emma yeah. Willis. You got My Balls Are So Low, I've Got Carpet Burn. Yeah, on them, yeah. Um, Sunny got Tory. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Which was very good. Joel uh, got something about that I'm a virgin or... Is it? I'm still breast be breastfeeding. I'm still being. I'm, I'm still, still being, being breastfed. breastfed. Yeah. Oh, Harriet got something about plow. I've been ploughed more than more times than Santa's driver. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, they were pretty extreme, weren't they? You know, like it was a real antidote to to what's going on in the world. Yeah. I think because a lot of people are being silenced from saying Anything. from telling jokes that may may be offensive. I think a lot of people are very scared. But I mean, it was a real antidote to that because you were offended. <laughs> Across the board, on every level, and and that was that. I, I mean, I don't know where legally you would stand if somebody brought a case against you to say I went here and it was horrific. I think offensive. because I think because You'd it is everywhere. Clean. It's on Instagram, okay. and it does say "great food, terrible service." Mm. You can't go argue there and argue mm-hmm. that I didn't get good service or they were rude to me. I think it is so obvious yeah. okay. what it is. But Amber, our waitress, was absolutely genius. And Mm. they don't break out of character. I mean, you can try and kind of, you know... And even the chefs, I mean, we wanted ketchup. We were absolutely terrified Mm. of asking. Do you remember? Yeah, yeah. Well, they don't give you ketchup. They don't give you mustard or mayonnaise. You've got to ask for They don't give you napkins. I don't think they even give you cutlery. So you have to ask for everything, which which creates an interaction where they can abuse you, you know. (laughs) So you were like, oh, for God's sake. 
And my my mayonnaise came on a ripped napkin. I don't even remember. They, it wasn't yeah, in a pot or on a plate. They squeezed it all onto a napkin. It onto a napkin, like smushed it all together and threw it on the table. And I was like, Jesus. And then the ketchup arrived in a pot, but with a sad face. Yeah, just, two, just two, two dots for eyes. And then a, and sad, a sad mouth, face. yeah. So not enough to use as ketchup, basically. Oh, my God. And then somebody had to go and steal the ketchup. Mm. And I, I made the fatal mistake of going to the toilet. And I said, where's the toilet? And this girl went... Well, it's there, isn't it? And I thought, right. And I walked in. She went, that's the ladies, you effing idiot. And I was like, oh. And then I came out and they went, where are you going? And I was like, to the gents. She went, it's there. And I went, I've just been in there. And she went, yeah, it's in there. And I went in and she went, that's the ladies. And I was like, fucking hell. You know. And this went on for about I four missed, or five. Yeah, yeah. It's not about four or five minutes. And it wasn't ladies. It was mixed toilets, you know, but... The first sign you saw is a lady's sign. So I just kept coming in and out this bloody door. It was like, oh my God, God that is so really funny. Yeah. Um, so it, we would highly recommend highly, you go to this because it's highly. really funny. And don't forget, there's three of them. So mm. there's Birmingham, Sheffield and Manchester. They are all mm. brilliant, all really funny. The mm. food is kind of cafe price food. Yeah, yeah, and the food was really good. Yeah, yeah, M- it was. Mine was really good. I had a was burger yours? and sweet potato fries and um, some onion rings and some wings. Yeah, I mean, it was proper American diner stuff. But yes, it was absolutely delicious. Uh, I you it, know, yeah. and not, not that expensive. No. But we, you know, we gave quite a big tip because we just thought they were so funny. Yeah. Um, it's like, a, it, it's, it is immersive theatre. It's theatre. That's what it is. You're going yeah. there to interact with a bunch of actors um, and, and be entertained by the whole experience. It That's was exactly absolutely what it brilliant. Uh, well done, Karen's Diner, and thanks very much. And thank you, Amber, and all the staff that worked there, because yeah. we had the best time. It was very <laughs> bloody funny. Um, um, and if you want to see what it's like, go onto my Instagram page. I made a reel. It's on my grid. It's uh, good. Yes, the reel is good, actually. Yeah. It captures it quite nicely, doesn't it? Um, so before Christmas, I, I was approached by this company called, I think they're called Fram. Do you think that's Fram? I'd, frame? Frame. F-R-A-H-M. Uh, and the little strap line is tough and beautiful. And they got in touch with me and said, hey, we'd love to gift you a jacket. Have a look on the website and see if you'd like one of our jackets. And I looked at them and I thought, yeah, I love the jackets, but the smallest you do is a small. And that is, you know, small for me is too big. Uh, so I thought, well, thanks very much. But if you send it me, I know I won't wear it because it'll just be too big. And I said, you know, I said that. And then they went, don't worry, we're going to make you an extra small one. I was oh. like, really? And then I get nervous because then I think, oh, my God, they're making something specifically for me. There's, you know, an expectation of me having to wear it in return. And, and all also, because you know. you, as you know, we don't talk about anything that we don't like. No. So we don't. So there was a bit of pressure. Yeah. On and are we going to have to talk about yeah. something? Yeah. Anyway. I totally understand that. They sent me a jacket. And but this you is do it. love it. I do love it. Yeah, it's absolutely brilliant. It's um, very nice so trim. I'm I love the red small. I'm gonna put it buttonholes. On. Maybe take a picture, actually. Yes. So it's blue. We've got dark blue, but they've got a red lining <gasps> on under collar and then little red things little here, there, red and everywhere. Little red trim. I love it. And they've got a little red patch there, which I think is super nice as well, with some instructions on it. Yeah, okay, I'm just getting my picture taken. Oh, I love your modelling face. Yeah, blue steel. Um, could you stand up for me? I yeah. want you to sort of model over here. Yes, that's better, because I love the length of it. Yes, I'm always anxious about long coats, because they make it look smaller, you know. Right, um, oh, there we go. Can you see me? Should I go further away? No, I love that. Keep, start modelling. Start modelling. Mm-hmm. What's it look like? Oh, I love it. Yeah? I really like it. Nice, isn't it? Yeah, I really like it. Oh, yeah, wow. That looks great. Look how nice that. Yeah, you're a good photographer, you, aren't you? Thanks. Um, now, as you know, some of you know, I've got a motto, which is, um, would Paul Weller wear it? He'd totally, yeah. totally wear that. <laughs> and if the answer's yes, then I'll wear it. So I put it on and then I asked myself that question. I was like, oh my he God, would yeah, totally he would definitely wear, wear that. It. It's so, so nice. So they're on Instagram uh, under the same name. Could you um, look them up just to make sure I've got that right? Yeah. Um, at from... Frame? I think frame. You think frame. Okay. I don't know why, but... So it's a guy called Nick who uh, set it up with uh, his um, wife. It's called it Frame Jacket. Frame Jacket. F-R-A-H-M Jacket. And it was founded in 2018 by Nick uh, and his wife, Emma Lou. Um, and also their friend, I think he was called Jason. 
And he set it up for all sorts of different reasons. But one of the reasons he set it up was he wanted to make jackets that were technically really good uh, and also stylish. Because I think there is a sense you can get jackets that look really cool but aren't very practical. And he get jackets that are very practical and that look really terrible. And uh, he wanted to create something that uh, ticked both boxes. Yeah, super nice. I really like the orange one and the yellow one. And they do. I think they do a, like a corduroy one as well somewhere that I really, really love. Ooh, stretch denim. Yes, and I love the orange one at the bottom there. I mean, there. so nice. There's loads of nice ones in there. Um, it says here, we're not trying to be a massive corporation. We don't make many jackets. We don't want, uh, we want uh, less pressure and uh, a kinder life. So our customers pre-order to reserve exact jacket they wanted before it's gone. Um, and they get a 20% early bird discount for that. Um, do you know the other thing that I quite like about them is that they do little different things so yes little there's a li the little detail mm. which i really like so there's a normal plain gray mm. jacket but it's got a red pocket mm. or they've taken a gray shirt which could be just kind of quite plain but they've put lime green buttons on it there is yes. that thing of kind of fitting in but looking slightly different mm. um like we were talking about at the beginning you know how nice it is by the way they've got a 20 percent off sale um at, Ooh, the, moment. at the moment so um the prices some of the big jackets yes. are quite expensive but 20% off means a couple of hundred quid off some of them. So oh, great. Um, and it says, why all this? In 2017, this is uh, Nick talking, I suffered a nervous breakdown that made me suicidal. I am, I hope, completely honest, honest and direct about that because it helps others. If we say this stuff, it destigmatizes de uh, de opening up and talking is vital. So Frame is officially in aid of mental health charities, donating £10 from every jacket we sell. Uh, oh, we work nice. with them to promote better men's mental health. That's really nice. Uh, and then there's loads of stuff on the website, you know, blogs and things like that uh, surrounding that subject. But go and have a look on their website, which is uh, framejacket.com. And then there's a shop there, info, bits about mental health and blogs and stuff like that. But It's quite something to pick yourself up from a nervous breakdown and then start a business. Absolutely, yeah. You know, it's a brave... It's a brave thing to do because mm. there's a lot of pressure and everything. It is, but it's, it's also one of the great solutions, I think, yes. is to get busy, isn't it? Yes. And get, get a purpose, get some meaning in your life, do something um, that, that really drives you forward. So, uh, well done, uh, Nick and Emily, and uh, I think it's Jason as well. Yeah, Jason. It's brilliant. And I'm really, really grateful for the jacket. Oh, uh, I mean, that's such a nice... entirely sure how long I'll keep hold of it for because both my kids no, no. will steal it. No, don't tell, don't, um, don't tell them. Won't tell them all about don't it. Tell them. Um, but best of luck with everything and a very, very happy new year to you. And thank you. Mom deserves the best and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass? So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. I would like to thank one of our listeners mm -hmm. for telling us about Punch Drunk the Burnt City. Oh, yeah. Because before Christmas, I don't know, maybe even a month or so before Christmas, mm -hmm. Um, somebody suggested it to us and said, you must try it. So I went online immediately and booked the whole gang um, tickets to go and see this immersive theatre. We're very into our immersive theatre. Yeah, we are gang. at the moment, yeah. It was in sort of the outskirts of London. It was in a huge theatre. And I slightly gave my kids a bit of a bum steer about it because I said people are going to drag you off in different places. But what happens is they didn't know anything about it and it took a while for them to settle into what happens. But you move from room to room and there are little scenarios that happen and you kind of piece together the little scenarios that happen. But often they'll happen slightly out of order. There isn't really an optimum order for them to happen in because you have to look at each scene that happens and it's happening in front of you. And there is 
a bit of nudity, there's a bit of gore, there's a bit of, um, you know, acting violence, there's um, strobe lights, there's creepy music all the time, there's... Some of the actors get very close to you or run right past you. It's really exciting. Mm. And when we all came out, like you, Michael, went off on your own because you got put through another door. So the guy at the beginning said... Everybody go through that door except for you yeah. and pointed at you. I was like, oh, for God's sake. Cause you, it's because you weren't wearing jeans. Yeah, you probably could well be right. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you, Mr. Alternative, come here. So, yes, I had to go through this little kind of weird bit on my own. You do eventually join everybody else, but there is this level of uncertainty about it. Um, but, but what was quite interesting, because I had to go with Chester because he was 16. Yes. So anybody 16, um, between mm. 16 and 18 has to be accompanied by an adult. Mm. And what was interesting about that was that we were off on our own and you were off on your own and then Holly and Harriet were Mm. off on their own. And we all saw slightly different stuff. Like, I didn't see a bit that you saw, Mm. but I saw a bit that you hadn't, you know. So it was interesting comparing notes at the end of it and then everybody meets up in a bar at the end. And we all sort of met up in the bar at roughly the same time. We all kind of came to the end of the experience. You all see all of what you think you should be seeing. Yes. Uh, roughly at the same time mm. and then leave because otherwise you're doubling up on something but it was really I really really enjoyed it and I would definitely go to anything that they do again mm. and I would strongly recommend people that enjoy a, a different theatrical experience to go and get tickets you, you really have to go and explore the whole building which is quite mm. difficult to see because you think you're going through a fire exit and you actually find yourself in another town or another kind of village square or something like mm. that. So I thought I'd finished the whole experience because I could start it to repeat itself. And I thought, well, I've seen this bit before. So I asked this lady, where's the bar? And she said, oh, go through that door. And I went through that door and there was like a whole new play going mm. on with a completely different stage setting. You were in uh, Troy at that yeah, point. Yeah, I, I mean, it was just like, it was very wow, clever. like what is going on here? But the stage setting and the props and everything were just absolutely mm. mind-blowing. So, yeah, it was brilliant. And the... Blood and the gore and the mm. water and the... I mean, it was amazing. Mm. Um, so punchdrunk.com. Mm-hmm. Go there and get tickets. It's really good. On our little live that we did on Instagram the other day, mm-hmm. we talked about the air fryer. So I just, wanted to, I just Yeah, it was good, wasn't it? Mm. I just want to go over the air fryer again because oh, so, so many people ask about air fryers. so good. This is the best and, one we've tried. Yeah, and they've... I mean, they've sold out everywhere. This particular one on Amazon is also sold out, I think, temporarily at stock. But it's called the Instant Pot Vortex Plus <laughs> 8.5 litre digital health air fryer. Um, so you have to go and Google that and see if you can find it somewhere. If you've got kids at university or someone is leaving home or, you know, they're doing a flat share or, you know, you want to not use your oven quite so much and use something a bit more convenient and a bit quicker. It's not a microwave. Wow. Well, t- say, tell them how amazing. much it saves on the energy bill. I mean, I don't know. Oh, it says there. <laughs> save 80% on your energy bill. 80%. So I did a, a, a two kilo joint of pork yesterday in it, and I put it on roasting for 30 minutes, which is about 210 degrees. And then I cooked it for a further 40 minutes on 176 on the air fryer setting. And it was fully cooked to about 78 degrees right in the centre with perfect crackling. Oh, my God, the crackling oh is God. off the charts. I think because it all the, around. The, the heat comes directly down from it, so it's brilliant for putting a crisp on a chicken skin or on crackling or anything like that. But also cooking anything in there, from samosas to sausages to roast potatoes, potatoes to carrots. Pot- to, How yeah. did you do the roast potatoes? I just parboiled them for 20 minutes, covered them in olive oil, fluffed them up as you do and then chuck them in there i think something like 24 minutes they were in the air fryer for and they are crispy with burnt bits I mean, and they're fluffy on the inside i mean that's I half the time that yeah. you would cook them in a normal mm. conventional oven that's saving so much energy now what's good about this one and i mentioned this on the live is that when you pull the drawer out you can either divide it into two drawers or you can have one great big drawer all other air fryers i've seen are two separate drawers which means you couldn't fit a whole chicken in or a piece of lamb or pork or anything like that. Or you have to do two separate compartments of things. This one can either be two separate compartments or you can take the divider out and it'd be one big thing. That's what I hadn't seen before. And that's why I think this one is is better. It's a small thing, but it's a significant thing if you want to cook for a lot of people. We pre-did all the roast potatoes for Christmas Day in here, mm-hmm. which was two batches. 14 people. Yeah, we cooked for 14 people. We did all the roast potatoes in it. And it's just... 
it's just knockout. I can't tell you how fast it is, how good it is, uh, and how reliable it seems to be at cooking things really well. Can I publicly say? Yeah. Because I do tell you to your face, but I'd like to say yeah. to the public uh-huh. what an amazing, amazing help you are at cooking. You are like the best cook. I'm your sous chef. <laughs> you are like, you are the best at cooking. Oh, You're well, so good. 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 Well, I'm delighted about Honestly, that. Honestly, and much. algae will only eat your roast potatoes. Well, good. I mean, I'm still... Algae's a friend of Chester's. I still use and, the Vivaldi's, by the way, folks, from Sainsbury's. They're still the best potato, mm, I find, mm, in taste. Mm. Not necessarily in crunch, but in taste. Mm. They're absolutely brilliant. So this particular air fryer is £219.99B. I mean, I'm a, I would go as far as to say, if you had two of these, you wouldn't need an oven. Yes. You could oh, do, totally. You could do everything totally. you want to do. I mean, you but, need a hob, obviously, but... But that is... Amazing, right? It's incredible. They're so good. I'm so impressed with them. So, Are you tempted to get another one? No, it probably would be a waste. But I tell you, when Sonny leaves home and gets a flat, he's, he's getting one of getting these. getting one. There's no question about it. For they're sure. just so, so good. And probably quite healthy, but also they're just the, the reduced well, they're, reduction they're, cutting It's time, not cutting probably time. quite healthy. They are mm. definitely healthier because you use less fat. Mm. What I don't understand is why it does it quicker. Um, but I, I do. It's the, what they say is because the heat is in a much smaller, smaller space, space, and it's a lot more intense. And it, it, it maybe it does come from just down below, but it surrounds the whole thing mm. because the hot air—it's like a fan oven, but this big, but tiny, yeah. Um, but so it's I would got... just assume that would burn something. I don't, you mm. know, like you think. Well, if the if the heat is intense, you'd think it would burn. But it... I think it's just everywhere mm. and closer. Yeah, but not. Yeah, I, I, don't, don't, I don't know. No, I don't understand the science either. But what I can say is it works. I always use a meat thermometer, so I like to check what temperature the meat is at because nobody wants to over-dry it and nobody wants to undercook it either. Um, so I do check on these things. And, you know, the, the pork was cooked perfectly uh, last night. In, he uses a meat thermometer. Yeah, I'll stick my meat thermometer in things and just check the temperature. What? <laughs> huh? Little joke for you there for uh, the new year. Um, so that is the Instant Pot Vortex Plus air fryer. You are very welcome. So I quickly want to talk about a woman that I interviewed on Claudia oh, yeah, yeah, Winkleman's yeah. show the other day. Um, and she is called Liz Kingsman. And she had a show on at the Soho Theatre at the end of last year. And the Evening Standard said, do um, whatever it takes, like legally, mm-hmm. in order to get yourself a ticket. And now... They're saying break a bylaw to get a ticket to this second run. (laughs) So she's gone from a very small theatre at the Soho Theatre, Mm. which is in London, and it's a small comedy theatre, and she's now moved her show to um, the Ambassadors Theatre, Mm -hmm. um, which is also in London, and it basically gets a five-star review from everything, Independent, Telegraph, Guardian, Time Out, The Eye, the Scotsman stage, everybody is absolutely wow. raving about it. We're going to go and see it on the 18th. But I have spoken to everybody at Radio 2 that had been to see it. was yeah. like, you have to go and see it. Uh-huh. I mean, it's a buzzword uh-huh. at the moment, Liz Kingsman. It's a one-woman show, but it's a piss-take of one-women shows. Mm-hmm. It's laugh a minute. It's silly. It's, it's, um, it's a joke kind of idea but I don't want to give too much away because she didn't tell me too much about it I kind of know a little bit about it but it's bold irreverent raw moving and triumphant celebration of adjectives I love it it's so unflinching you'll be begging for a flinch (laughs) how good is that that's very good um anyway she is on at the ambassador's theater tickets from 46 pounds 90 they're selling out fast so get tickets when you can when are we going we are going on the 18th of January. Yeah. <gasps> I'm very excited. It's on till the 21st. So when this goes out on Friday, uh-huh. you'll have a few days left to book tickets. Okay. How exciting. Yeah. I just want to cover off uh, cheerings properly. We talked oh, about uh, cheerings. On, I love on the this live business. Yes, yeah, great, isn't it? I love everything about it. Yeah, okay, good. I'm mm. really, really pleased. Because uh, when she said, look, I'm going to get you some earrings for Davina, which ones would you want? And then I chose the finger guitars. Oh, um, please tell them the story. Well, they're the peace sign, uh, like an American peace sign. They're amazing. So, I'll, uh, I'll, put, I'll send in, a picture. Co- I'll post in, a picture. little uh, diamondy things. I assume they're not real diamonds, but there's nice little sparkly diamonds of a peace sign. 
attached to a little sparkly diamondy ring. So they're danglers, basically, aren't they? Um, but I think you just automatically assumed they were a, I didn't have my glasses a guitar. On. I didn't have my glasses on. No, no, but I also am aware that this particular peace sign is very um, connected to the world of rock and roll, like American yes. rock of the 70s. Yes. So it's not, it's not a daft kind of connection to make between this particular symbol and right. a rock guitar. So I think there's two or three things at stake. One, your eyesight, and two... A connection anyway. Yeah, it was the shape of it. Mm. And what Holly did was she came up to me and she went, Oh my God, I love those earrings, a peace sign. I said, No, it's a guitar. And she went, No, it's a peace sign. I said, No, it's a guitar. And I had them in my ears. And then she said, I'm taking a picture of it. She took a picture of it close up and I went, Oh, it's a peace sign. <laughs> I mean, I, I love both mm. equally. Mm. Like, I love the peace sign. Um, but I haven't worn Anything other than the earrings that I wear, mm-hmm. I wear the, all these earrings on TV shows. I wear them every day. I never take them out. Yes. And you've got me wearing dangly earrings again. And I cannot tell you how many comments I got from people uh, going, really? oh, my God, you're wearing dangly earrings. They yeah, look great. Yeah, it is quite funny. Because you have said to me, you don't buy me jewellery. I have all the jewellery. I need. Uh, I you, don't need jewellry. I'm not a yes, big jewellery you're not person. a big jewellery person. Mm. So, you know, I did think, oh, well. You know, I'll get you the earrings and maybe you'll like them and you probably won't wear them because I know you've, you're set with jewellery, you know, yeah. so this is quite a big turnaround. We're all delighted. Yeah. <laughs> um, so it's founded by a girl called... But uh, it also could be Helena. very expensive for you because now I like dangly earrings. Yes. You're in big trouble, mate. But you're not bothered about expensive things. That's one of the oh, reasons no, I, I really like it. <laughs> you're very grateful. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I took her on a bus you know, recently. Oh my God, I loved it. Wasn't it funny? It was you know? so good. You said, I haven't been on a bus for ages. I said, let's get the bus. It'd be, it'd be quicker. We were going to the Hammersmith Apollo to watch something. <sighs> and we were going from Shepherd's Bush down that big road. And, and it was like, yeah, come on, we'll get on the bus. And it was so exciting being on the bus, I, isn't I, it? I was beside myself. Yeah, I was I like, what do I, I mean, literally, I go on the tube do. all the time. But mm-hmm. I, 15 years. Mm. Hadn't been on a bus. Yeah. I was like, what do I tap? Do I tap like a tube? What do, well, you used to be I... a conductor. You've got a ticket, yeah. didn't you? A little so, ticket. So I was looking at you going, where do I tap? It was all exciting. I sat down on the bus. And then I was like, I felt like I was um, in The Graduate. You know that end bit? Yeah. Where Ben and Elaine mm. are sat at the back of the bus looking at each other. And she's in her wedding dress. Yeah. And they're like smiling. <laughs> um, I felt like that on the back yeah. of the bus. But I like the fact you're a cheap girl. I am. So this company is set up by uh, Helena, uh, who is an old friend of mine. We used to work together. Uh, she worked in beauty PR, and I was obviously a hairdresser working on brands that she was PRing at the time. And we became very good friends, although I haven't seen her for quite a long time. Oh, is that her? Yeah. Oh, she's lovely. Yeah. But as oh, you can see, she likes those earrings. Those earrings are amazing. It says in the here, picture. <gasps> uh, I do love an earring. They just give me a lift. I own far too many. Uh, the ridiculousness of this is not lost on me. Yeah, I even carry a spare pair just in case. It's quite good, isn't That's it? That's very good. Yeah. That's organised. Um, and it says here, cheering's happened when I was buying a gift for a friend who was going through a difficult time. Gifts like wine and flowers didn't feel right. No. Sad hungover staring at dying blooms equals not the best combo. No. I agree, like... Yeah, so right. Booze and flowers. You know. No. I do occasionally buy you a little bunch of flowers. Yeah, I like that. But, uh, okay, well, I'll keep doing it. Uh, so I bought her a pair of earrings. And they were just a thing. I mean, it's quite a nice thing to buy somebody, isn't it? A little pair of earrings. It's so nice. Especially when they're called cheerings. But um, this is what I love. I love the name. Tell them about the puns. Yeah. <laughs> Doesn't she love a pun? Well, she loves a pun, hence cheerings, because it rhymes with earrings, mm. you know. But um, uh, when you had to brainstorm a kind of idea around beauty products or anything like that, then she was on fire with all puntastic. that stuff. Puntastic. Yes, puntastic. Uh, superb, yeah. Um... So at the same, it says here, at the same time uh, that she was um, uh, buying this uh, a gift for a friend of her, her mum had uh, dementia and it was escalating. And my sister and I found learning to care for her tough, mm. but it opened her eyes to a wider world of unpaid carers, many of them young and caring for loved ones alone. I felt if anyone deserved a, a cheer, it was obviously those people uh, quietly putting their needs aside for the love of another. Uh, those two experiences made me wonder if there was a uh, simple buying like a pair of earrings could do two things. Bring a flash of cheer, uh, well needed or just because, uh, to someone you care about. And two, do something small to help make life better. For an estimated 13.6 million unpaid carers in the UK. Mm. That's amazing, isn't it? Mm. So Cheerings was founded based on that. Now it's called so Cheerings. So she makes a donation to... Yes, 
A charity for unpaid there carers. There is. Uh, That's so nice. Life. Uh, we agreed to help fundraise, so 10% of our profits That's will so support nice. the amazing work that they do. And it's nice to know that in a small way, every pair supports those who care. You've even rhymed pair and care. Helena. She's amazing. Yeah. Uh, so go and have a little look on the website, cheerings.co.uk, uh, and then you can shop the collections there. There's hoops, huggies, dangles, studs, pre-loved vintage clip-ons, gifts, and various other vouchers and things like that. Um, but I was so delighted you liked yours. And then when, when you went on the, the collection of, of various other bits and pieces, there's loads of can stuff I on there, say, isn't there? I just say, I love yeah. the massive ones. Oh, was the biggies? Like these type. Ah, okay, like, yeah. As well. And I like the hoops... They're very reasonably priced as well. And the other well, thing that I like about them is that she has... Um, they... <gasps> <gasps> the mouths, the yes, mouths. the mouths. Jude, red hot lips oh, and dangle statement earrings. And yeah, she, do you know what? She has a different pair on there every time I look. Oh, really? Which is clever. Pre-loved clip-ons, these, uh, these ones are. Yeah, yeah so ones. nice. Um, and, <gasps> green. Oh, the green ones. Oh, look at those little bombs, those exploding oh, bombs. They're what? good, aren't they? Yeah. Oh my God, the bombs are so good. Have your peace signs gone? I wonder if they've sold out. Don't know. Um, what are they, dangles? Yeah, yeah. Maybe they've, maybe they've sold out of peace signs. Maybe they've gone crazy. But good luck, Helena, with that. And thanks very much indeed uh, for sending us a pair of um, peace signs slash guitars. <laughs> um, and good luck with everything. What time is um, it? Yeah, we've been doing pretty well. We've done, we're on to 43 minutes, I think, Should roughly we speaking. Should we do some shout outs? Yeah. While you're getting your um, shout-outs, I'm going to tell people to follow um, an Instagram account. It's a very quick one. Mm-hmm. But this is a guy called Jay Beach, and it's J-A-Y-Y Beach, B-E-E-C-H. I can't believe it because I've been following him for ages, and his tag is, I wear fun clothes and dance a lot. He's got 426,000 followers. He's got the most beautiful red hair and a whopper beard. Mm-hmm. And he dances very provocatively in beautifully clinging trousers. And he is really, really good fun. He puts me in a very good mood. He's a great dancer. And if you want to have a laugh or you want to feel happy, um, follow Jay Beach. Oh, he's got a lot of followers, hasn't he? 426,000. amazing, isn't it? I've got to start dancing. No, it's because he makes people happy. Good. Oh, can I just say, congrats, MD London. Mm -hmm. Over 100,000 followers. I know. Thanks very much indeed for anyone who uh, followed me over Christmas. Well done. Um, As you know, I launched a business, and uh, part of the business is is obviously, you know, uh, promoting it and marketing it on Instagram, so it's helpful to have followers. But I did have a goal of trying to reach 100,000 followers by Christmas. So we did these uh, advent calendar tips. And we went, I think, from about 70,000 followers to 100,000 followers in one month. In a month. month. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I was like, wow. So I'm yeah, super grateful. Yeah, but that's grateful. because you're helping people. Yeah, well, And good. those tips weren't selling things. They were just, it mm. was just helping people yeah. with hair advice. It was brilliant. Anyway, well done. Um, we have our first recommendation from Mel X. And I think she's called My Frugal Fifties is her <laughs> name. Uh, God, I was risky there because I couldn't work out what it was. The words fell out of my mouth correctly. Yeah. Yeah. Um, well done. She says, I have to recommend a brilliant ITV drama called Without Sin starring Vicky McClure. I watched oh. all four episodes back to back until oh, 1 great. a.m. And I just couldn't oh, stop watching. Great. Hold on. Hold the line caller. Mm-hmm. Let me type that in to my notes. Without sin. Without sin. Vicky McClure. Because uh, we need something to watch. Mm-hmm. Oh, well, we started Happy Valley. But we're going to talk <sighs> oh. about that perhaps once I want we get to, a bit I deeper want to, into yeah. it. We also finished The White Lotus. Oh, my God. we've got to talk about that. Next week. Next week. We'll have a little chat about that. And the other thing that Mel recommends is called The First Lady. And it's on Paramount Plus, And it says it's very addictive. I do love Paramount Plus, by the way, folks. Some really, really good stuff on there. Mm. Okay, so Amy Barron, which is Ginge1902, said, I know I recommend him already, but please take another look, guys, in case you missed him. This post is about you, Paige. He's a pure soul, and I hope you love him. I certainly do. So this is somebody's Instagram page. Oh, he's another dancer. Five years ago, my father passed. Came widowed ten months later, and the music stuck. I searched everywhere for it, but only found darkness. And two years ago, I realised that music hadn't left. 
music was within me all the time. I just stopped listening. <laughs> oh my god, I love him. <laughs> I'm not a professional dancer. Yes, you are. Don't be so ridiculous. See uh, Ryan, Ryan. Ryan followed. Okay, oh, yeah, God. Followed. <laughs> uh, very, very good there. So, Amy Barron, thank you very much. You've uh, oh, made my girlfriend cry. Um, which is quite a difficult thing to do, I have to say. Um, God, it was just his little face. Yeah, so you, it looks like Amy did recommend this back in September as well. Um, but um, obviously we get so many recommendations, some slip through the net. But thank you so followed. much, Amy. Oh my God, he's so cute. <laughs> Susan Brown, Happy New Year. Can't wait for your 2023 recommendations. Saying that, my husband can. <laughs> uh, thanks, Susan Brown. Very nice. Um Oh, Vanessa. Uh, oh, another one. Junk.rock says, hey, just watched Without Sin on ITV. Another Me one. So good. Love the show. Okay, Andy that is two Vanessa. recommendations. Okay, we'll start that Vicky McClure. Now, yeah. Uh, Julie and Alan, do you want to read one of these? Uh, yeah, just mm -hmm. wanted to say, uh, to jump on here. Thank you, darling. And do a recommendation. Last night, me and my husband watched a film called Interstellar with Matthew McConaughey. We know it. Came out in 2014. IMDb. I love the way that people give us yeah, IMDb's. 8.6. But we thought it was absolutely fantastic. If you haven't seen it, watch it. We couldn't agree with you more, mm. Julianne. It is the most amazing film. And in fact, you could just watch it again and again and again. Yeah, there's a lot to There's to a lot to get at. It, isn't it? And yes. sometimes I think watching that kind of film twice is helpful. Mm -hmm. Well, um, I went to see it in 4D recently with Joel. It's one of Joel's favourite films. Yes, it is quite good 4D. So you get like blown in the face and bits of mist and water thrown at you and stuff. <laughs> you laughing at blown in the face. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, I did. I got completely blown in the face. Um, but it is an absolutely brilliant film. I'm still and the director whose name just escapes me all of a sudden. Um, who's, who directed it? It's not Paul Thomas Anderson, is it? It's um, Wes. Who's the no. guy who did The Dark Knight Rises and all of that? It's the same guy. Christopher, Christopher Nolan. Nolan. Yeah. You know, who's, you know, you can just go through his back catalogue of films are amazing. Julie Ann Allen, thank you very much indeed for that. Oh, oh it's Kathy Proctor. Um, oh, hang on. she tagged us in. Tagged us in something. Uh, um, I lost an hour or so of my life early this morning trying to put a reel together to sum up my year, trying to pick the best photos with the right angles uh, and choose the relevant music. Um, always feels so exhausting. And then I wondered who I was actually doing it for. Me? Question mark. Uh, but I know my story. Or you, another reel for you to watch. So I abandoned the idea and reverted to a good old-fashioned post with a photo and meaningful words instead. Uh, yes, good. They're hard work, the reels, I think. Um, I watched the recorded impromptu live at Davina and MD London making the cut podcast. Their sign at the end was really thought-provoking and something that stayed with me for the rest of the day. I'm ready to clear my 2022 Etch-A-Sketch and look to 2023 in the knowledge that it won't be a year without any bumps in the road, but whatever the year holds, I hope it's full of moments where we can all come together. Oh, I love that. Yes, yes the Etch-A-Sketch etch idea is quite good, you know, that all the writing from 2022, mm -hmm. all the stuff that's been written down mm -hmm. is not written in stone. Mm -hmm. You can clear it, shake mm -hmm. your Etch-A-Sketch and start 2023 with a clean slate. Yeah. Because look, we, we're not perfect. We are flawed. And we all do things that we don't like or that we didn't want to do. Mm -hmm. Or maybe we said something we didn't mean to say. And, you know, we can be better. We mm -hmm. can work on that. We're works in progress. I always say that. Yeah. Clear it, clear it, and then try your best this year. And it doesn't have to be perfect. If I ever get an extra sketch, mm. I just basically try and draw a cock and balls on it. Yeah. Um, <laughs> which is quite hard because it's very doing difficult. circular yeah. bits, which is a cock and balls is lots of circular, circular bits, bits, is really, really hard. hard. Yeah. Um, anyway, just thought I'd share that. But Thank thanks, you, Cathy. Uh, very much indeed, yes. Me and my HRT on Instagram there. Let's do one more for good luck. Uh, Claire, thought you might like this. Love the idea from the Netherlands. 
hope you both have a wonderful new year. So a Dutch supermarket chain. Oh, I saw oh, this. Oh, this yes. is amazing. A Dutch supermarket chain with slower chat checkouts for lonely, elderly and helped and has helped thousands. I think this is a great idea. I hate getting rushed through the checkout, but especially if it's the only kind of human interaction you get during the day. It's super nice. And I think if you're a checkout person, then um, you're gifting lots of people with just a little chat and a smile and hello. I know Yesterday. literally virtually all of you do that anyway, but yeah. Yesterday I went to post a letter. Do you remember when we did, we hadn't posted the letter when we came back? Mm-hmm. And I went out and I posted a letter and I watched a man, um, an elderly gentleman, mm-hmm. walk towards me and everyone he passed, he said hello to. He was mm-hmm. on his own. Yeah. And when he got to me... He said, hello. And I went, hello, how are you? And we stopped and we talked for five minutes. Oh, yeah. And then I posted the letter and then Mm. I watched him walk past me and he stopped and he talked to the next person. And this was his contact. Ah, okay. His walk was Mm. his contact with people. Mm -hmm. But he was so friendly and gorgeous. Mm -hmm. We just talked about, um, you know, the the beginning of the year and and Mm -hmm. how it is and how was your Christmas and what a lovely day. It was so good. It was really nice. I'm panicking all of a sudden that because uh, I said check out. Uh, I said if I'm worried in case I said check out girl. Do you think I said check out girl? No, you didn't you, say. You I would have noticed. I don't you? think you said check out girl. That's the kind of thing that haunts me really that I accidentally said oh, something darling, offensive. Everybody knows yeah. that your intentions are good. Okay. We I, all I know. Check out. I'm sure I said. You check said check out. out. You didn't say check out girls. Okay. No, you. I think you said check check out at the checkout. I no, don't even. No, think I said if you were a check out person then it's really nice that you have a chat with people. But I'm slightly anxious, I said, if you're a checkout girl. Well, if you did, you've explained it. Okay, yeah, I didn't mean to say that. Normally, yeah. my cancellation radar comes on. It and does, I go, doesn't it? Beep, I did beep, think, beep, yeah, beep, yeah, yeah. And I didn't, can't say that. I didn't hear it. Yeah, okay, good. Well, just uh, I just want to check, check myself, check my bad self there. <laughs> um, <laughs> um, I saw this uh, this uh, Indian chap talking to what? Life is so funny. Oh, so terrifying, isn't it? You know, I'm in fear all the time of all the things that I might have said and all the things I might say in the future. I constantly live in a state of fear, which brings me on to this little thing I was watching this morning on Instagram, where this very kind of um, profound philosophical Indian chap who does interviews with people and talks about life and the universe and mm. all all that kind of stuff was interviewing Mike Tyson. Mike Tyson said he just permanently lives in fear, basically of of stuff and the guy says to him um all, all your fear is based in the future it's all based in things that haven't happened you know mm. and then he said and all your other fear is based on things that's already happened but actually there's nothing to fear about what's happening now yeah. you know and it is it, i was thinking about that for a while i was thinking oh yeah i guess you know most of the stuff i'm anxious about is stuff that might never happen and probably will never happen it's just a kind of weird fear that it could happen but mm. it isn't you know mm. so i'm gonna try and live a less fearful life um are you fearful i think i'm always slightly anxious about what the future holds yeah because i mean it does hold death <laughs> at some point yeah you know? i mean but yeah, um, yeah. I, I don't feel fearful no well good i'm glad i'm glad you don't and i don't I'm all the time inject you with but occasionally yeah, i feel i feel fearful about yeah i do things sometimes that, things that very, might go wrong very rarely i do but i, I thought, do yeah. i thought it was very good when he said you're afraid of something that's not even happening or mm. probably will never happen and you mm. think yeah i know that but that's what anxiety is though. yeah it's it is fear isn't of the it? unknown yeah um anyway on that bombshell mm. as jeremy clarkson would say oh she probably shouldn't mention his name everybody hates clarkson at the moment don't they? oh cancelled oh <laughs> the book the harry Book. That's coming out soon, isn't oh, it? I can't, we're, not, we're not going to recommend I'm it. I'm not reading it. Oh, okay. Fascinating, though, isn't it? I'm just well, over it a bit. Um, Stop now. You know what I mean? I've heard enough. Yeah, yeah. Shut up now. Please. We don't need any more. It's like they... Did the thing I'm most they've interested... They've had an argument. Like, yeah. when he goes, my brother shouted at me. It's like, yeah, tell so me what? someone who's bloody yeah. brother and sister haven't shouted at each other at some point my brother over stuck something. A, a dart in my back once. <laughs> what? Yeah, we used to play darts <laughs> through a dart. It went straight in my back. <laughs> You know, that's brotherly love, <laughs> Harry Windsor. Oh, my God. Can you imagine if Harry went, my brother, to a dart in my back? That'd be so funny. Oh, my God. Uh, no, God, no. I've laughed. I've cried. This yeah, is epic, this part. all right, hasn't it? The most thing I'm fascinated about with Harry is his hair. Yeah, he's going bald. Well, no, he's obviously trying oh. to cling on to it. So I think he might have had a small transplant at some point or he's on some finasteride-type pills or he's spraying on minoxidil because... You can see where he should have I lost it. And then 
that, that's the only thing I'm interested in is when I see him on the telly, I think, ooh, wonder what angles I'll get Because I noticed that this morning. Yeah, totally. Mm. Um, you know, and that's not to shame him in any way. I'm just interested no. to know yeah. what he's using. Well, you're interested because you're a hairdresser. I'm a hairdresser. It's my mm. job, you know what I mean? Mm. But um, I'm more interested in that than anything else. Mm. Um, lots of love, everybody. Um, we love you all. Thank you for your recommendations. Um, we're definitely going to go and watch Without Sin. Excited about that. Mm. And uh, Happy Valley. And Happy Valley. And uh, go and watch The White Lotus if you've not seen that. We'll talk oh my about God, it go and watch both White Lotuses. They're mm. really good. Oof. Bye. Want flexibility? Take yoga. Want flexibility with your health insurance? Check out United Healthcare Insurance Plans. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer flexible, budget friendly medical, dental, and vision coverage that may be right for you. More at uh1.com. 